0: Hello all and welcome to the first ever episode of the Jack Shack Podcast where we'll be discussing latest Star Wars news and you know my opinions on it because I feel like it honestly and we've got a very exciting one today just because it is a day after they have announced a new animated TV show known as the Bad Batch of course if you watch the Clone Wars season 7 you already know who they are you know the four misbred clones uh, you know special DNA inside of them and now they all have basically genetic modifications that they have their names after and they are uh, you know I, I, I really liked that arc and I think it's going to be interesting to see and let's get into some of the details on that show right about now <clears throat> uh, so for starters you know nice and simple. It's it's going to be the Clone Wars transition into the Empire. So of course, the Galactic Republic turning into the Galactic Empire, which I think is going to be really cool to see on a screen. Uh, of course, you can read about it in books and legends and canon, and uh, you, you already have kind of short stories about it, but we've never seen it, you know, and, and we've never seen what it would look like or from the eyes of a clone soldier, potentially being phased out. And I think that's going to give us a very unique perspective here. And I think it's really going to make it a special, special show, especially as a clone commando unit. Uh, Some of the rumors are that Commander Cody is going to be in it and, and, you know, Commander Wolf and Commander Gregor, you know, and I would like that. And I would really like to see how Wolf and Gregor leave. And I think that would be the show to do it. As we already know, Rex's story. We know Ahsoka's story. Supposedly, Ahsoka's is going to be in it. We'll get into that in a bit. But I, I don't know. I for Cody, I think that's weird. I really want to see if he feels remorse because he really was super close with Kenobi. Um, and I want to know if did he feel remorse for ordering and and following through Order sixty six and ordering the ATTE to shoot at him as he was climbing up on the uh, on the walls of Vudabau. You know. I'm going to know this stuff. And I think this will be definitely be the show to do it, especially as Dave Fioni loves to tie up loose ends, um, in any kind of way, shape or form. So I think he definitely is going to do it. Uh, and I, and I'm overall very excited. I don't think there's going to be any problems with this show. I mean, I've got high hopes, high expectations for it for sure. And I think that's to be expected with any Fionni work in star Wars. Um, but let's get into Ahsoka and you know, some of my thoughts about everything. Rumor is Ahsoka will be in it. Um, and I think that makes sense. You know, she had such a deep tie into the Clone Wars and the Clone series and now Rebels. I think it'd be difficult to make a show based off clones transitioning into stormtroopers and not include, you know, a few arcs here and there with Ahsoka. Kind of like Maul in the Clone Wars and Rebels, really how Yeah, he's not in every episode, but he has arcs that held pertinence to the story. And especially to the story of the main characters and cast. Um, I I would like to see that for Ahsoka. And I think that's definitely what Fiona's got in mind for us. I don't think there will be anything too special there. But I could be wrong, you know. And and that's just a theory. Uh, But I'm excited. I really, really hope that it's done in a similar animated style or animation style, I should say as season seven of the Clone Wars, which was beautiful and amazing. And everyone knows it. Um, and I think that should be the new standard for Disney for sure. And I think they will. I, I I don't, I have a lot of confidence in this show, uh, as being the next great step in animated shows. And of course, Clone Wars season seven was so good. And to see a lot of the same people have already been announced to be working on. I think that's going to be a really great show. I think it's got a lot of potential. Um, but I, I, I don't know about certain things and I'm not like, oh, you know, it's going to be terrible. You know, I, I would have preferred a show about Delta Squad. And in truth, I've seen people say that uh, in truth, I'm just happy they're making a show and I'm just happy it's an animated show that's going to feature, I think, a really cool cast of characters that we only got to saw see for four episodes, you know. Um, and it's dealing with an issue that we've never seen. And one of my theories is I think that we will see the creation of purge troopers, which of course are clones who are created to fight Jedi after the rise of the empire and the fall of the Republic. Um, and of course we see them in, you know, dark, Darth Vader, dark Lord of the Sith comics and, you know, uh, fallen order, which was a great game, really good characters and especially the purge troopers. Um, And I'd like to see them. I'd like to see them live. I I won't lie. I would really, really like to see them uh, in an animated show for sure. And I I think we're going to see a lot of that. I think we're going to see a lot of stuff like that. Um, Maybe not. You know, purge troopers exactly, but I think you're going to see a lot of new imperial tech and a new imperial units, uh, whether that be from Legends. Like I, I, I think we're going to see the uh, shadow troopers and dark trooper projects from Legends kind of work their way into canon through this, as it's going to be a show focused on the imperial troopers. So, of course, I think you're going to have that, and I think there's a lot of good stuff that comes with it. You know, you're going to get a, a bigger, deeper look into. The transition, how they went from ATTEs to AT-ATs, you know, uh, how they got the chicken walkers, everything like that. Um, I, I'm very much excited. I, I would, I hope we get a bit of like a, um, uh, we we kind of get at least maybe an arc on the beginning of the Inquisitors project or Inquisitorius project, run by Vader. Maybe we get to see how Vader's castle is built and. You know, kind of tie into something like the Tales from Vader's Castle or the uh, Vader Immortal VR series, which is really cool to see. I like that. Um, And of course, you know, these are all suggestions and theories. And ultimately, I think it's we're going to have a really refined product that we are not used to uh, in recent years ever since clone war season seven and that's not like a shot at rebels or resistance i like both of those shows i just don't think they're up to the clone wars gold standard which is the standard for star wars animated shows and i think that the bad batch definitely is going to be the one to do that you know i think for sure that the bad batch is going to be the ones to um be the next animated show that is not Clone Wars-esque, it's very tough to rival the Clone Wars, but definitely be up at that level. You know, Be season 7 animation and, and story writing. I think you could write a very well-written Star Wars show. And of course, you're getting a lot of people that worked on The Mandalorian as well, and that is exciting to me. Um, and you'll say, why? And it's just because I think The Mandalorian is such a well-written show, uh, and especially as Fioni has worked on it. And he really made that show special. I think like bringing those people over for a new animated show is just the right choice in general. I think that's just common sense that you want to have your best assets on a new project. And now people, of course, are complaining about it's not what they wanted, it's not what they thought it'd be. And ultimately, I understand that, but come on now. I think when you introduce the Bad Batch in Season 7, they need to be... Included, at least included in the next show, if not their own spinoff, because I think that would be a wasted storyline, you know? And, and, you know, I'm not going to be, I'm not attacking anyone. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Of course they are. I'm a big believer in that. I'm a big believer in everything like that. I think it's just difficult when you're complaining about something you know nothing about, um, especially when you know Disney doesn't have a problem canceling projects just because they didn't, the fans didn't like it, you know? So why would you go out there and continue being negative? We just for now enjoy that there is going to be more star Wars content and media put on Disney plus for us to watch, you know, and people who did this with the Mandalorian and they did it with fallen order. And in in time, I hope time proves them wrong, but if not, you know, it'll be interesting to see for sure. You know, I, I believe that time will definitely prove people wrong on this one. Um, On that note, I I think the Bad Batch is uh, no. It's very unique, and people are saying we deserve Delta Delta Squad show, and that's a Legends relic. And I love Delta Squad. I love Republic Commando. Love that game. Great game. Played on Xbox all the time. But we don't deserve anything, you know. And I think that, you know, people are like, oh, you know, Bad Batch is just the same thing. They're just reskinned. Well. I mean, you're not wrong, but think about it. If all Like, there are a lot of clone commando units, right? You'd assume that most of them had the same basis and the same makeup as they all come out of the same lab on Camino. It would make sense, right? I'm not just going crazy here. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I think that is definitely a viable option in my eyes that, hey, guess what? You know, the Bad Batch is similar to... Uh, the, the Bad Batch is similar to every goddamn Clone commando Squad there is. I think that's crazy that people are upset about that. You know, if you want to be upset about something, be upset about you know there isn't a lot of announcements for Disney projects. Like we didn't know about Squad. Well, that's EA. We're not going to get into that, but like Squadrons and all that. Um, and so I'm going to wrap up that the Bad Batch part. For now, I'm sure when we get more leaks and stuff, I'll, I'll cover it again, and that'll come in the coming weeks and, you know, months for sure. Um, so now I'm going to get into something that I'm going to try to do week after week, and that's basically break down all the star wars content into its own little market uh basically like the s p 500 is made up of 500 corporations they all have their own individual stocks while representing a much larger stock uh so say star wars stock as a whole would be like the s p 500 and you know animated tv shows to be something uh, a sub corporation within it um and have its own stock so i'm just going to go into each one's little own stock right now uh and for me at least i think you know, the, the biggest ones that have the highest climbs, have the most potential, have the most interest are definitely live action TV shows with Mandalorian season two. Everyone's kind of waiting in anticipation for that. Uh, I think video games are number two with the announcement of squadrons and the uh, first looks at it. People are very excited to get their hands on it. And there's a lot of interest within it because it looks very immersive and it looks uh, like a beautiful game. And I can't wait to play as the new Republic uh, and be flying around in the next wing, blowing crap up. I think that's going to be awesome. I, I I'm so pumped for it. And I'm not a huge, like starfighter guy. i have never, you've been like in love with the space battles. I mean, I like them, but you know, I, I've never like that's what I wanted to be. You know, I, I wanted to, if I was to be in star Wars, I want to be a pilot. I think that'd be crazy. So I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, I think books and comics are next. I really do. And I I, I separate those two. I set it as one. But novels are definitely on the upswing with the announcement of The Mandalorian, the first chapter of Charles Soule's uh, The High Republic and The Light of the Jedi. You know, Thrawn Ascendancy coming out September 1st. It looks amazing. We're going to get a deep insight into the Chiss and its people, uh, which I can't wait for. I am very much excited for that as a big Thrawn guy, you know. That is going to be interesting. I can't wait for September 1st now. So I, I I think that's definitely up there. And I think comics are definitely on the upswing. And I would urge you, if you don't read Star Wars comics, to at least go online and look at a few of them. And they have some really cool issues. Uh, but the High Republic is getting its own line. Of course, you have Bounty Hunters, Target Vader, or not Target Vader, Bounty Hunters, Darth Vader, Star Wars as the main lines. Well, now you have uh, The Mandalorian is getting its own line. And so is the High Republic, and I think those are two really good comics. Um, and I hope the Mandalorian is all, like the Bounty Hunters line is kind of like spunky. It's got you know great stills of uh, fights going on, uh, kind of like in Bounty Hunters. They have uh, Bosque versus Bellar Vance Valance, and I I would love to see that. But like the Mandalorian versus I don't know Boba Fett would be cool. Yeah. And that's just an idea, you know. As much as I'd love that, it's probably not going to happen. But I think that's definitely a contributing factor. Um, I think animated shows, they were kind of on the de- decline um, because, you know, end of Clone Wars Season 7, there's a lot of uncertainty. We don't know if we're getting a new one. Well, now we do. We know we're getting a new one. So I think it's definitely on the up- upswing. But And it's going to take some time before I think we're going to have to see anything before it can really surpass anything. And I say movies are the lowest stock within Star Wars right now. And you may ask why. And I say, well, I mean, the sequels overall have very mixed reviews and we don't really get one for two years. And I think that definitely plays a factor as TV shows are going to really take the cake now, especially as novels and comic books are also going to be tied in with it. I think those those are definitely going to be the highest grossing Star Wars stocks. But I think Star Wars as a whole, it's kind of flatlining right now, and as it always does in the summer. That's nothing concerning, I think. Uh, once October rolls around and, you know, you've got squadrons, October 2nd, the Mandalorian in October, everything like that coming out at once, you're going to get a huge upswing in uh, star Wars as a whole. And I can't wait, you know, I'm very excited for all of that. Um, and within it, I, I am very excited that the new, they're introducing a bunch of new comic lines. I've always been saying that Disney really needs to focus on not just creating a character on screen but going off screen and really diving into who they are. Um, and they do for a lot, but I'm talking more like the Mandalorian or Zori bliss because Zori bliss looks cool in my opinion. And she was in the rise of Skywalker and has almost no plot partners. What? I, I don't know if Disney is purposely trying to create more Boba Fetts or whatnot but it's very tough to replicate that formula nonstop because they tried to do it with phasma and you know, then they introduce, They give her her own novel and then she's a great character, but she's not a Boba Fett, you know? And I think that's the problem. I think Disney is trying to take George Lucas's formula for these minor characters and, you know, keep them mysterious or something like that. And it just doesn't work. Um, and, and we'll see again, only time can tell. But I am very much, um, very much happy that they are going to create a Mandalorian comic line. And of course, I think the High Republic is going to be great. It fits into head canon. It fits in between the Old Republic and the Republic. So I am very much excited for what is going to go down in the High Republic. I can't wait. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, I am excited for the High Republic is as a whole because the High Republic is. Uh, a really interesting timeline to me um, and it's brand new. You're going to have new stories, new characters. I'm sure you'll get some, some similarities between legends and Canon here, but I think you're definitely getting, you know, new storylines, never before seen characters and stuff. And you're getting that in the Mandalorian too, but I think it's more interesting with the higher Republic for me is that it's the first time in Canon. We're getting a look at what happens before the movies, you know? and not just in a book but in comics and maybe hopefully the higher public gets uh, tie-ins to the old republic and they talk about raven and malik and stuff like that one can only dream though you know but i I, i'm excited for it uh and of course i i'm gonna talk about the mandalorian comic a lot i'm very much excited for that i'm gonna pre-order the novel most likely um, so I, I, am excited for all of it. And, and realistically, I think, um, you know, I'm not really scared like uh, of, oh, these projects aren't going to be as good as what I want because realistically, all I want are Star Wars stories. I really don't care how good they are. You know, just give me a story that's entertaining to be honest. And I wish more people did like that. I I wish Star Wars wasn't such a toxic fan base um, because it's very tough to have an opinion such as I like all the movies. Um, I I have preferences, of course. I have preferences with the TV shows, of course, but I don't, you know, it's not life or death. I don't hate the sequels. Um, I think there are problems with it just like there are problems within the prequels, you know? And why would I go and I make fun of people who like the sequel trilogy just like the originals did to us as prequel memers, you know, or prequel fans, not prequel memers, Jesus. Why, why would I go do that and, and maybe discourage someone from liking Star Wars? You know, that, that doesn't help, you know, especially I, I feel bad for teenagers who are just getting into Star Wars as much as a lot of us are like 12 year olds, 11 year olds. And they get in and you get people gatekeeping and, you know, just overall toxic behavior towards them because they like Ray or they like the sequel trilogy more than they like the prequels. And of course, you're going to like what you grew up with. And and for me, that's the prequels, you know, some of you, maybe the originals for some of you, maybe the sequels for some of you, you may have been born in the period between the originals and the prequels. So you have ties to both. Um, but I'll never shame you into anything. You know, some people like rogue one and solo better. I really like those movies too. I love the anthology films. Um, and on that note, I, I just, I wish people gave more star Wars content a change chance. Like squadrons had a huge, you know, two sides immediately rise of Skywalker, huge two sides immediately split. And that's, Okay, and I understand it, but I just wish it wasn't so toxic back and forth. Like, you still have Last Jedi bashers. And that's okay. Again, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but, like, you know, some people compare it to Hitler and the Holocaust. I sit here and I go, what? A movie is as bad as a genocide? Not just that, but a really, really really messed up in one of the worst genocides to ever happen. I mean, I get you're upset that you didn't get what you want, but come on now, you're really going to ruin it for other people like that. Jesus Christ, you know? Um, And on that note, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm almost done. I'm going to just quickly review over some of the things about Bad Batch and probably one less saying of, of the Star Wars market as a whole uh, Bad Batch. I can't wait. I think it's going to be a good show. I think it's going to go into a lot of unknowns, uh, such as Cody's feelings about ordering or executing Order sixty six. Um, and I think it's going to be cool to see the commandos in Imperial uniforms killing sentient beings. I can't wait. I think it's going to be a brilliant show. Uh, and one last overall look at the market. I think Star Wars as a whole is flatlining. I think that live action TV shows are on the uh, on the are the highest right now as where everyone is in waiting in anticipation for the season two trailer for the Mandalorian to drop. I think video games are next with the anticipation that squad squadrons release and everyone's kind of itching to play it. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, I think Mandalorian 2 will be good. I then think novels and comics are in that area. You can kind of put them however you want, but I think they're both definitely on the upswing with the Mandalorian high Republic uh, books and comics I think that takes both of those stocks way up. Um, again, animated shows that were on the decline, but now are on the upswing. I think they're on the upswing. I think once we get a trailer for the Bad Batch or more details released, we're going to see a huge monumental spike in it. Um, and of course, I think movies are are dropping. And I think that we're not going to see an increase in movies until a year or two from now when people are itching for a new one. Uh, and yeah. So this has been the Jack Shirt Podcast, and uh, thank you for tuning in.